This program is not censored. Consider yourself warned. Lights, camera, action. When a script is written that is so bad that no one will film it, two men will bring it to life just so they can mock it. This is Table Reads. So the movie's a good part, which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Table Reads. With Sean McBee and Trevor Thompson. That's right. Sean is so happy he's whistling the theme. He's whistling Dixie. I love that music. Yeah, what can I say? It is pretty groovy, I gotta say. And uh, this is, we've just decided these are called what? Speed Reads. Speed Reads? Okay. Why don't you tell the folks what a speed read is, Sean? So, we do have lots of very short subject scripts that we've written or uh, failed to complete writing. Or procured. aren't? These are all ours. These are all ours so far. Um, Unfinished scripts tend to not, you know, make it anywhere at all. Meaning the internet. Uh, Like like the uh, professional unfinished scripts. They don't wind up. Yeah. Right. Nobody ever hears about them. They're just in some dude's drawer, and they never get showed to anybody. Um, our unfinished scripts, however, we're going to share with the world. Foolishly. And we've got several. Um, so rather than string them together in uh, into longer episodes, we're going to do each one as its own mini-episode for when we haven't had time to get together and properly do a script. Yeah, this is a, I don't know who invented this format, but it's a, it's a good one. We use it on, on Touche El Duche. We call it the, the no-show. When we don't have a regular show, we pull a show out of the vault. Yes, so we're just recording these for whenever we may need them, and I know we're going to need at least one very soon because of the holidays. Yep. Yeah, this is a few days before Christmas, actually, when we're recording this one in 2016. Yes, it is. So, Trevor. Sean. Pick one of those ones I sent you, and we'll read that. Let's see. Okay, so... Just not the one that Jimmy needs to be on, because we should call him for that one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there's one here that uh, Mr. Jimmy did. Okay, so we've got... These are the titles we have to choose from. Speaking of Quinn, Streets of Amber, Renob and Spooge, Pimp Scene, H2O. The one that Jimmy did is called Kalos, Descent, and Ocean Child. You know what? Let's do Ocean Child. Why? Because this will be the first one we post okay. while we're uh, doing the holiday stuff. And then when we come back, we're going to do the feature-length version of this, so it can be a little teaser for that. There you go. So Ocean Child, I should say, is um, is one of my scripts. And it is, not a, it is not an entirely original concept. Then again, no concept really is. Correct. I wish I had thought of... Uh, Shit, I wish I had realized beforehand that you had Ocean Child, because uh, I have some of the music. But you know what? I'll get the music ready for when we do boxes. Yeah. Okay. But um, when I say the music, um, music is very much a part of this script, because first of all, Ocean Child is the name of a song by a friend of ours named Mark, um, Mark Koch. Mark, I don't know... I, what band he's in or what projects he's doing now but at the time that we were making this he was doing his own stuff kind of you know Trent Reznor Prince Matt Johnson from the the style of you know you're a man alone in the studio working on his uh, his epic um, his epic projects uh, he was calling himself Lucid Star and um, let's see he the name I of the guess st- it's not online anymore what? Ocean Child. What, his song? Yeah. He used to have it on one of those oh. site, like SoundCloud-ish things. I think I do have his song, actually, somewhere. Um, but yes, um, he had a, it was a song, in fact, I'll play a little bit of it right here for you right now. Here we go. This is Lucid Star, Ocean Child going out to all the folks out there. Yeah. 
So yeah, um, and that 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 I don't know if it's the tagline, but um, everyone shines was actually the tag for the for that this end boxes. I still know all the words. Yeah, it's weird. I don't remember when or how I heard the song. I probably you know had his CD. And I don't even remember what it was specifically that made me go, I'm going to write a whole movie about this. <laughs> yeah. But um, I had been itching for a uh, concept. I wanted to do something like um, Bing Floyd's The Wall, uh, like a, an album that's also a movie, um, and do it like kind of like a music video type thing. And there was a story in this. I asked Mark about it, and he told me a story, and it, I'm not going to tell the story, but... It inspired me to write a bunch of other music um, and do it kind of like a concept album. Um, so I guess that's what this is, uh, this script here. Um, and it wasn't too too long after I had the script that uh, we cast a girl and we shot some stuff. Um, and then uh, and then it ended up being boxes and drumsticks, which it was a feature which also went nowhere <laughs> yeah but um so this is the short that led up to that and behind me of course still is the song that led up to the that led up to the short so and uh mark's still making music he has his own studio now yeah uh and when i post this on facebook i'm absolutely gonna tag him good so he can hear what you did with his song i think he's well i think he read the I think he's read all of the score at some point. He but he hasn't experienced the, the table read style. <laughs> well, I want to personally thank Mark for not pointing out all throughout, and I'm using these quotes, production. Yeah. All throughout production on, on both versions of this, Ocean Child and Boxes and Drumsticks, for not being, for not pointing out how shitty everything I was doing was. It only got to, uh, the only time he ever had to kind of step in and be like, you know, all right, dude, listen, was uh, when it came time to uh, do the, the, the script that became Boxes and Drumsticks. Some time had passed since this script had written had been written and the one that was Boxes. Did he ask you to take the name off it? He did. Hmm. He actually did. And he didn't, want, he didn't want to ask me that either. But he, um, somebody out in L.A., you know, probably his brother, somebody who who was in the know, said, "Look, if you're going to be giving your your, you know, you're you're essentially putting your name on the project, and do you know if it's good or not? You know, and like if it, you need to be sure that it is." And Mark basically you know, said to me very kindly, "Look, there's a good chance it could be bad." You know, um, I'm really glad that happened because if that hadn't happened. We wouldn't have, have, like, the greatest script title ever for mockery on this podcast. <laughs> What's that over? Boxes and drumsticks. I disagree. I think Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian is the best title for mockery. Yeah, but you don't have to mock it. It's all right there. Fair enough. Um, so and, this is a, a six-page script. This is a six-pager. And, and it's complete. Unlike it, my eight-page script, which we'll read later, which all right. is not complete. That was meant to be a feature. So, or my one-page script that was also meant to be a feature. Or like my second cousin with nine lines moved from this place outside. Or like my 15th cousin. You're just building and building and adding numbers. It's just wow. like an example. Now, see, I, I assumed that you were going to do Roger when we when we read the Roger Rabbit Is there script. one? And, yeah, Roger I, Rabbit I wasn't two. even trying my Roger. Don't use that as a basis for my Roger. Okay. Don't use that I might have to make you audition now, though. I was just going <laughs> to assume you could, because you used to be able to do I, a, really yeah. good, a really solid Roger. Yeah. But the thing is, I have to back away from the mic when I do it, because you, you got to be, you got you to gotta completely devote to Roger. Um, so there is no previously on table reads. No. Is there? No. No, we only I'm do looking, that when we're doing a multi-episode multi I'm looking thing. at all my, my delicious new production, and I'm not going to get to use it. All right. So I guess I should read, because it's my fault. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, actually, I am sure. All right. No, I don't mean about it being your fault. I mean, are you sure you want to read? Because I know yeah. the tiny text sometimes. Yeah, but I got up. glasses now, see? Oh, with both lenses. Correct. Man, everybody, we are janky as shit, just so you know. <laughs> so uh, you, have a, you do have production to play. I do? Before oh, we yeah. start reading. That's right, yeah. Even though it doesn't ever say fade in. 
Fade in. Why is that so quiet? Because you turned it down when you were playing Mark's song. That's right, yeah. Fade in. Oh, if only things were good and not bad. All right, let's try one more time. One more time. Fade out. All right. <laughs> Fade in. Fuck it. I'm going home. Opening credit sequence. That's good. Yeah. Good to good to good to verify that. You uh you need to let people know to put that in the movie, otherwise. It's a good thing I clarified that it's the opening credit sequence because you know there were so many before it. Yes. At the top of the page, song reflections, which I think which is one of my songs, I guess. It's in all lowercase, so it must be. Yeah. And uh, all right, interior, ocean's bathroom, night. Okay, so I guess are you going to be ocean? Since I'm doing the the reading of the yeah, okay. that makes sense. Interior, ocean's bathroom, night. Coming out of the credit sequence. Like, by the way, by the like way, like it's a place. <laughs> let, let me let me interrupt and say that uh, though I'll be putting on one of my terrible girl voices for this six-page script, right. we have a real girl to play Ocean when we do the feature. Yeah, and we had a real girl to play her in this. Actually, that's one of the reasons why boxes didn't happen. Is we never had a real girl to play Ocean. But we got yeah. Deja. We got Deja for this. So. That's where I met Deja, actually. I thought Deja was... I thought you were actually shooting boxes and drumsticks then. You were shooting this? What do you mean? With Deja. I thought you were shooting boxes and drumsticks. No. That no. was just the short? Well, she... No, Deja was around when I started riding boxes because you found her. And remember that? No. Yeah, you found her. When we were doing the process, you found, you found her on some model website, you know. And uh, you said you had thought you you thought you had found her, and then uh, like a week or so later, this is when you're working the the graveyard shift at that that uh, hotel. hotel. Yeah, and so I guess you had nothing but free time all night to like you know creep around on these these model sites. And I came home, um, I, I went to work one day or something like that with a packet of Deja information. And the first page that you'd stapled was a picture of her in a bikini looking gorgeous. And next to it, you'd written in big letters, told you I found her. I have no recollection of this. Um, My recollection was that you met her when you were auditioning for DJ jobs at strip clubs. Incorrect. Wow. I met, I met her because of this specifically. And I went to, uh, Cheetah, Cheetah, and a couple other places. Well, I guess yeah, I went to Cheetah, Scoreboard, and I forget the name of the one up in Bradenton, but I went there too. Peekaboo, Peekaboo, um, because I knew that the character was going to be nude a lot, and I also didn't feel like she would really. I don't know. I don't. But you met her at Cheetah for the first time, right? No, not even at Cheetah. What happened was, is I, I, I put. Uh, I called these places up, and I said, and I, and I. I know you took me with Cheetah one time. You took me to Cheetah with you one time to meet her. I don't think that's accurate. Or maybe... Because I don't remember... Because here's the thing. I have no recollection of ever seeing her dance. No, we didn't. She just... She was just there? She was, like, working that day. And we went, like, in the afternoon when it was, like, creep hour and only creeps were there. <laughs> yeah. I'd like the breakfast menu, please. And she, and she just, <laughs> like... the strip club. Um... <laughs> And it was just like to meet her and talk to her. Well, here's, maybe you'd already met with her. I probably previously. already met her because here's here's when I met her. Because what happened was is I I was still working for my dad and I I put these these I made these little uh, what do you call them fucking flyers uh, saying you know we we're doing a, a movie and we need someone who can some nudity new, required. New, no and no I was I was straightforward. I was like there is nudity and that's why I'm putting this here. I need people who are comfortable with nudity. Um, well, women, <laughs> not people. Um, I need people that are comfortable watching women be nude. Um, but uh, I said, I put this out there, and she was the single only, the one person that, that called me back. And uh, she she called me actually at BAT. I think I left. Uh, and she happened to coincidentally be the same person that I found? No, that was when we were doing the process. When we were doing this, it was like 97 or 98. Like, my mom had just died. Um, but what I'm saying is, like, I found her on a website 
And you put the flyer out, and she just happened to be the same person that I picked out from that website? These are complete different times, and, you know... Oh, wait, wait. So you're saying that you I'm, found her this way first, and I tracked her you down. You tracked her down when I was saying... Because we I were looking for her specifically. For boxes and drumsticks, because I wanted to start doing I that I gotcha. Yeah. The way we met her was she called me at, you know, she got the, the flyer and I put the BAT number. I was like, call this number during business hours. And, um, and she called BAT and talked to me over the phone. And I said, listen. Um, BAT? Yes, this is the stripper you were looking for. <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and me and Kim, I said, listen, you know, just so you know that I'm not a creep or whatever, we can meet somewhere in public and I'll bring my, my producer, who is Kim. And I said, you know, she's a girl, so, you know, you know, you know lower the creep she factor as much as possible. For a living. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I, well, this is before that. But anyway, so uh, she. Um, so yeah, that's how we met her, and then we did this. This is the 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 one that we actually did shoot with with Deja, and then a few years later, when I wanted to do boxes as a feature, I had no way of getting in touch with her, and that's when you at the hotel, you know, when you were working mm. late out at the hotel, you yeah, that, that starts to ring a bell. But let's get reading. Yeah. All right. This is some great music. Somebody leaves the fucking the fucking the receiver off the cradle. Yeah, or like just the f- the feedback pedal on for too long. All right. This music isn't right either, but anyway. Interior, Ocean's Bathroom, Night. Coming out of the credit sequence, we pan down a long hallway. I really like doing that, don't I? Didn't we do that? Like a, it was an alleyway. But yeah, there's especially, always... especially since you can't pan down a hallway. But there's also... There's Panning always... is just turning the camera, but clearly you're but I had a moving. Thing, but I had a thing where I was just like, everything has to start with a way that the camera goes down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, if I was doing a golf and, and you're misusing the terminology is the important yeah, part. Yeah, we, we got that. Forget the comedy that I was going for. It's important that the people know that I was doing something incorrect. That's comedy. There's no comedy in there. Make it make it funny. We're we're mocking the script. Well, and if you're gonna mock a script, mock that right in the first fucking line. The screenwriter doesn't know how cameras move. At what seventeen years of age, I didn't know how a camera worked, or an eighteen years of age. I really don't remember this being that early. I don't know. Uh, the okay, and dolly into the bathroom. Which, by the way, you shouldn't put pan or dolly or any kind of camera moves in your direction no. anyway. So, anyway, it's not your uh, job. But anyway, I, at this point, I figure. Well, I figure I'm directing it. I'm going to be so I may as well write it down. Which to me just means, you know, if you're directing it, that's even more reason why you don't need to write it down. Yeah. You know. <laughs> anyway, there we meet a pair of female feet, ocean's feet. Oh my god! We pan up her leg and notice two things. One, she is nude. Two, she has a tattoo on her left inner thigh, that of a heart wrapped in twine with a ribbon across it that says ocean. Wow. Jesus. You know what, though? I think, uh, I will say that it was a lot of fun drawing that onto her with markers. But that's, that's really a, that's a, that's a tattoo that you pick out of a tattoo book. (laughs) No, that's a tattoo that you give to a cartoon character that has a lot of tattoos. (laughs) It, it, the fact that... It could only be more cliche if instead of ocean it said mother. Yeah. Okay. It's it's exactly like when you go to the tattoo parlor and you don't know what you want, you just know you want a tattoo. Right. Yeah. And they give you that book and you flip through and you're like that one, a heart wrapped in twine with a banner, and I'll put my own name in the banner. Now this right down by my vagina. This actually that that that's a good ducktail into what the actual reasoning behind a lot of this is, and I I get very upset when I see. You know, male filmmakers do movies about girls that are naked a lot, and they pretend that it's about all this other stuff. But it's like, dude, you really just wanted to shoot a a naked chick. Yeah. Just be honest about that. And like those guys, there's no honesty in that about that here. It's all about other stuff. Yeah. Except I saw through it. And I called Everybody you out saw on it constantly. It, which is why you weren't involved. Because if you had been, it wouldn't have gotten finished. With that attitude. If you have that person there on set all the time, you don't get shit done. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, though, what's ironic about that is but, that... But you, you lied. I, I don't think you were lying. Of course. I don't think you were lying. I had to get her naked in my pool. Of I, course I, I lied. I think that you thought... I wouldn't have lied if I didn't have... If I had Coke, it, I wouldn't have needed to lie. I think that you thought it was about all the other stuff. I was trying for that, but... but, you know, but uh, I knew it had to be about something. But I was like, dude, you were just repressed. You were a virgin at the time. 
Was it really? If it was 17 yeah. or 18, yeah, you right. certainly were. That's right. So, And also, it does need to be said that this is like right after my mom died. Like right after. Uh-huh. Um, so there's all sorts of woman issues going on here. But... I'd rather not equate those particular woman issues with, well, it, with but it's all having a naked girl. But it's all Freudian, you know. You, when you know, when if you know, I don't know. It's it's all about wanting to cuddle up to something female when you when you're feeling down. Whether you want whether you want shelter and love or you just want to you, you want to fuck, that's the difference. But there's still like a, a desire to be. Um, but yeah, I, I absolutely called you out for like just wanting well, what a I was naked gonna say girl, was, and you were like, no. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. I think I said it exactly like that too. But here's the thing. You can't I wouldn't have gotten anything shot if I had that attitude. Like Deja Deja went along for the ride, not because I was just like like if I had been honest, here's the thing. If I had been honest about wanting to fuck her, I could have fucked her. But if I was honest about what we were doing on the movie and all this other shit, she wouldn't have done it. So, you know, you kind of have to Anyway, I But not, it never did get finished, did it? It never got edited. We did. Fil- we get. We shot it all. We shot. I shot pretty much everything I needed. To, that oh, I, that you were I waiting on animation sequences. Aren't there animation right. sequences yes, in here? I think so. Yes. Whatever happened to that footage? What the the animated footage? We no, made? the footage that you shot. Oh, um, it's somewhere. You know, probably in in storage. Might be a fun watch. I agree. Yeah, especially the the stuff of her in the pool. I remember that. <laughs> of course you do, because like a good man, I promised her I wouldn't show anybody, and then every single friend with a dick, I was like, come here, good, come here, come here. Yeah, I remember watching that footage and going, I kind of wish I'd helped you with this movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> meanwhile, you're like, ah, you just want to see tits, and I'm like, yeah, meanwhile, why, why, why don't you stay outside while I go see some tits? Really, why didn't I help with the movie? I don't remember. I, it was, well, you did, and that's what I've been trying to say for a little while now, because in me putting you down for your negativity... The one scene you had anything to do with, you, uh, you Robert De Niro, that fucking shit. You fucking method acted because. And I was in it? Yeah, you don't get high. And we had a party scene that we oh, shot at Jesser's. Yeah. That's right. In the party scene, we shot at, at the Crack Shack at Jesser's place. And you were in the background. You were, you were am- so, among a bunch of stoners in the background, and you actually got high. This actually would have been the year 2000 then. Then 2000. Okay, yeah. Because I moved into Jester's right after... Uh, you may not have been living there yet, though. No, anyway, I was. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I forgot that was this movie. <clears throat> but, you know, that was a period when you and I were, like, heavily collaborating. Yeah. No, actually, we had just become friends again. Because after not being friends for four months because of that fucking cunt girlfriend. Which is the same reason that I was living at the crack shack. <laughs> that fucking cunt you. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah. I like that you're like fair enough. I, mean, I yeah, had, I was. I had some steam. I was going somewhere, but you're right. Fuck blinded you. <laughs> by the twat. Yeah, that's what this is all about. It's all about trying to get pussy. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Anyway, but pussy's a great thing. So it's worth you know, the efforts may not be noble, but the 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 effort is noble. Oh, if that makes it's any really sense. Really great not having to make effort anymore. I don't know what that's about. All right, where are we now? So yeah, so yeah, part of that was you know, can I? Uh, this might not be that short an episode. We're already twenty four minutes in. There's a lot. And we're, to, there's we're a lot to cover. Halfway through the first page, there is a lot to cover, and I do definitely remember we shot. We actually shot this twice. I really hope that it's entertaining for the listeners to hear us reminisce about all this and figure out our yeah. history with it. Yeah, please, if it's not, feel free to comment. I mean, I know you, most people go, "Ah, oh, fuck this," and they turn it off if they don't like something. But yeah, be the guy who's like, "I hate this," and I'm going to comment about it. Yeah, tell us, tell us. Or you know, you could always just hit that 15 second forward button. Yeah, right. Until it sounds like we're reading a script again. <laughs> Are you going to put this up so people can follow it? You want me to? I don't care. All right, I'll do it. All right, so yeah, and again, this is this is one of a few different scenes that uh, were written solely so I could, you know, and this this scene was ri- was filmed twice, and I forget the reason why, but I d- I will say that it was a legitimate reason. You shot it in your bathroom at your parents' house, right? Right. Yeah, but when I wasn't living there, actually, um, but I was uh, house sitting, and my dad knew what was going on, thankfully, but uh, it, you know. She had to, and Lori, Lori did help me with that pool shoot. 
Lori was my assistant um, because we had this whole thing where she, you know, it's animated and then it, she falls into this big thing of water and then that, and when she's underwater, that's live action. And then when she comes back out, it's animated again. Um, so we had to shoot underwater her naked. And um, Lori and I managed to figure out how to, you know, put the like camera in Ziploc bags or whatever. Ziploc bags and a bowl, like a big glass bowl and all this other stuff. So that was, and then the uh, this shot here where we're going down the hallway and she's got the, the tattoo on her thigh. Um, it was originally done by, supposed to be done by Kim and she was going to do it with Henna. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and actually she was supposed to show up earlier that day and meet up with Deja separately and just do it privately. Mm-hmm. So, and I remember being happy about that. So I could tell people like you who are like, you're just trying to like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I'm not the one who puts the tattoo right by her pussy. I'm not that. I had my producer do that. And then, you know, Kim being the, the flake that she sometimes was, Deja shows up and I'm, and she's like, and I'm like, where's your tattoo? She goes, oh, I, I called Kim a bunch today and I didn't hear back from her. And I'm like, you don't have a tattoo? So I had to like go and raid my old crayons from like when I was a kid. Like <laughs> I had to like go dig in the attic and dig those crayons out and then I had to draw it. So Crayons? No, Crayola, like the Crayola markers. You oh, know? gotcha. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we pan up her leg, notice two things. One, she's nude. Two, she has a tattoo that says ocean. We got there. Next we break. continue to pan up her nude body. Did I mention she's nude? Until we meet her face. By the way, could you be more objectifying of the of, of the female form? Until we meet her face. We meet a pair of female feet and then her and then, you know. Yeah, we're we're not meeting her. We're meeting her body exactly. her individual body parts. Exactly. Wow. What um, a douchebag. Well, actually that's kind of what the movie's about, but the way that it but it's actually written into the direction like this. Um Until we meet her face. We meet her face, which is tear streaked. She continues to cry and stare at her own body in the mirror. She continues to cry. She's not going to stop just because the camera's there. It is hard for us to see a reflection because written on the mirror in red lipstick are the words, mirror, mirror on the wall. Will I look this good when I take the fall? Oh, Jesus by the way. That's a line from I one of your songs. Isn't yes. It? But by the way, I didn't consider when I, when I wrote that line and decided that I was going to go in onto the, onto the mirror, how much space <laughs> there is. And so I had so much trouble because first of all, we had to cover the whole mirror with lipstick just to get it all in. But then we had to like, you know, you're, you're going, it was all conceived as one shot going up her leg. You pass the tattoo, you see her face and then it pans back and you see what she's written on the mirror. So, you had to pan really far, far back to get everything in, but we didn't want her. We wanted people to see that she was nude, but we didn't want people to see any parts yeah. in that shot. Like there was only one. The only time you're supposed to like see anything if she's nude is in the is in the uh, the pool. So if I be- if I go too far back to get everything in, I see her butt. Mm-hmm. So that was a big. Uh, pain in the ass trying to you know draw it small enough while still having it legible and yeah and then cleaning it was a bitch because it took like a week to get it all off and this is the this isn't like my bathroom this is the like the the bathroom <laughs> in the house all right well, so your parents had their own parent oh yeah she continues to cry as we dolly back to a wide shot which is probably the misuse of the word dolly because I doubt very much we had a dolly <laughs> back then. Do we have a dissolve too? We no. don't. Damn it. Oh well. It's really dissolved too, but cut two. In exterior house party night. Song social hour. Ocean approaches the house with some trepidation. The party goers are predominantly male. It's a sausage party. All right. And even though some have girlfriends, none of the girls look nearly as knockout. Knockout? Wow. That's like a word Buster would use. Uh, Look as good knockout as Ocean does. She doesn't know if this is the best thing to be doing, but she reaches into her purse and pulls out a pack of cigarettes. (laughs) Don't do it. Cancer's bad. She doesn't pull out any cigarettes, but she does pull out a pill. Taking another look to assess the situation from the outside, she pops the pill. See, because she's supposed to be 
anxious and awkward. And oh, is blah, that blah, what's blah. going on? I thought yeah. she was like pl- taking a party drug. She is, but she's do. But the whole point of it's like this is you know crappy filmmaking 101 but um this, you know this instead is, of this is me trying to show not tell so i'm i'm at least good enough to like not have yeah. her go i'm so awkward pill pop. but but let's not explain everything let's let's take right. it as the script says it yeah you know you're you have way too much knowledge about this well yeah but that's what you're here to do is to be the reaction because i you know, I have too much. Well, keep on reading. I'm too close on the inside, man. Um, but yeah, she's supposed to be awkward, but like it's it's this whole thing of she's burdened with her own beauty kind of bullshit. Taking another look to assess the situation from the outside, she pops the pill and quickly asserts herself into her usual party-going space cadet visage. I had a thesaurus right next to my computer. And, you know, we know what her usual party-going visage is because we've on, seen her do anything other than cry at this point. Because we're on page one. She cries in the nude. All right. Uh, interior house party. She joins the crowd of partiers who greet her with drunken excitement. Hey, bitch! And they puke on her tits. <laughs> Hellos, hugs, and high fives, which <laughs> would have been the name of my club. <laughs> that would great if you had, there's a club, you had to high-five the bouncer just to, <laughs> to get in. <laughs> Someone even sends the bottle her way. Maybe tonight might be all right. Ugh. I know, dude. As the music continues to hammer out of the speakers, uh-oh, 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 because it's a hammer. Yeah. Ocean, that music would be better, actually, than the it, shit I wrote. It would. <laughs> Ocean allows- I can't imagine people dancing, dancing to any of your own Ironauts music. Well, that's the thing. I never thought you goths could dance, but then I went to a goth club and I was like, "Yeah, they can't." Yeah, they just they, <laughs> they like they look like they're walking underwater. They look like the fucking. <laughs> they look like those. Uh, you know, when a when a car uh, car company is having a sale, that inflatable yeah, those, those man, big inflatable guys, yeah, but like in slow motion, yeah, the slow, <laughs> like a, a slow mo <laughs> fucking tube guy. Yep. All right. As the music continues to hammer at the speakers, Ocean allows it to take over and begins dancing. She has no trouble attracting attention. I don't know if I told you this earlier, but she's hot. <laughs> Continued. Eventually, guys who are already dancing with other young ladies forget that those women are there. Yeah, because that's how it works. By the way, this was written by a virgin. Can you tell? <laughs> Some of them flat out leave those girls standing there stag. Jesus. Through a series of time-lapse dissolves because we have time-lapse functioning with our fucking VHS cameras. Do you know what your point, your your, your whole thing at this point was, was uh, Sean will fix it in post. Sean? I didn't even, I don't think. Well, no, but for the sake somebody, of clarity for our listeners. Somebody will fix it in post. Sean will fix it in post. Yes. I remember watching process footage and just hearing you say that like a billion times and getting so mad every time. Like, I'm not George Lucas. Well, yeah, you're not because he does not edit either. Yeah. You should be like, I'm not Marsha Lucas. Uh, where were we? Right. Time lapse dissolves. Yeah, right. Like, that's going to happen. Uh, do, 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 do. Where are we? Through oh, a series uh, these, of time lapse dissolves. These fellows. These fellows. These fellows. Oh my god! Do they have a fucking? <laughs> they, they all have little like bedazzled fezes. <laughs> they have a the new order of. They, fucking... all, they all got there on, on tiny bikes on tiny motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> they all these came from fellows. the lodge. <laughs> yeah, they have a lodge. They, that's the word I was looking for. All right, these fellows descend upon Ocean, who eventually becomes smothered. Do you remember shooting this? A bit. I was really, really stoned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uncharacteristically, because I I don't smoke weed. Right. But I was in the party scene, and someone passed me the bowl, and I was like, I can't fake this. Yeah. Right. It took like the giantest monster hit I possibly could because that's what my character would do. <laughs> I just got bombed out of my head. All right. Uh, yeah, so they just start swarming her like a fucking, like a bunch of moths on a fucking life. Um, Ocean's POV. All of the men in the room, save one left, save one who left for a cigarette, which will probably be me have surrounded Ocean and whatever that drug is, it allows her to see these men for what they really are. I don't know what drug that would be. 
Eventually, she becomes frightened. Andy, am I frightened? Angry and violent all at once. Okay, so she's... Beryl, Stella, and Margaret. (laughs) (laughs) Ah... Pushing these hard-on driven men away, she runs outside. So she's there for three seconds, basically. Yeah, and then all these dicks come at her. Maybe two minutes. Like by dicks, I mean erect penises. And I knew what time lapse was, and yet I didn't use it properly. No. Have it like a series of time lapses of the night progressing with events and things happening that she decides time cuts is what it would be cuts really like she can't fucking time dissolves but not time and i and i get that she's fucking like she's awkward and doesn't want to be there but she's literally there for two minutes before every guy you know and the thing is we had some really hot other people there i mean deja was of course the prettiest there but the, guys aren't that superficial where if a if a hot girl is already dancing with them and an, an even hotter girl just shows up peace yeah they don't exactly yeah it doesn't work that way like at your birthday party that one time which party uh it was at your parents' house. We had a party. I remember we played the time warp. Was this the uh, um oh okay this I had just key. started dating Jasmine and uh cat Chelsea's cousin cat right uh, suddenly was super into me and tried to kiss me because jazz was on you. I was unavailable of course and yes. I pushed her away and then that's when we stopped being friends she said I don't light her lamp anymore did she actually say that yes wow she's a in hack an, in an we were all hacks later, back then or oh, I think it was an I am you remember I am's what like AOL instant messenger yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man okay let's keep, let's keep going this is fun this is retro. All right. Exterior house party night. Pissed. Because <laughs> gosh darn it, I've been here forever. Pissed, she reaches back into her purse and gets that cigarette pack. You know the one, guys. Come on. She gets out a cigarette and a lighter, which proves to be no avail. Or maybe she just, it doesn't work. You fucking... <laughs> wow. You that mealy is some mouth son of a bitch. A lighter, which proves to be no avail. Jesus. Way to, way to, like, write with clarity, Trevor. Way to be a director who also has eyeliner, you fucking ass. Dude, wait until we get to speaking of Quinn. I'm sure that's the most pretentious shit I've ever written. All right. I, actually, it's literally one page of, of me, uh, like, making a, an opening scene for a movie out of a dream I had. Mm. All right. Uh, so the cigarette lighter doesn't work. A hand with a lit lighter comes into frame and lights her cigarette for her. Surprised, Ocean notices it's a guy. What is his dick out? <laughs> he seems harmless and directorially, I would imagine. Because we did shoot this and I don't remember who I had planned to be there, but they weren't. So I played the guy. God, this, just read this fucking line without interrupting it because people need to see it for how terrible it is. I didn't even read ahead. All right. He seems harmless and maybe even caring, but right now anything with a penis isn't her friend. She leaves. Like, what, what is... Jesus. How do you shoot that? Like, he seems... Like, is he is he all like... Ah, as he lights her cigarette? Like... You know, normally on is, this show... Is he emoting like a motherfucker with his eyes? Normally on this show, that's what we do. We, 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 we read crap like that, and then we just pontificate. I can tell you how we tried to pull that off. And, uh, and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to act it out for you, and you describe the oh, douchiness. This is, this is fun. Ready? Here's what happened. So, as described, you see her, you know, with her lighter, and it doesn't Hand work. Hand comes into frame with a lighter. Exactly, because I'm a hack. And then it cuts to me with the light, you know, the lighter like this, and then I let go, and I do this. <laughs> so, Trevor has just... Lit the cigarette, mm-hmm. taken the lighter back, looked down almost shamefully, and then pouted a little bit. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> As if it's like I'm, I'm just trying to like emote with my eyes. It's okay. I won't rape you. <laughs> <laughs> Which, okay, sidebar. I actually <laughs> was hanging out on my friend's porch. Uh, there were like several of us, and a couple of us were very pretty girls 
And this random Did dude... Did you just say a couple of us were really pretty girls? Well, obviously not me and my guy friend. Right. But we were hanging out with some really pretty girls. And uh, this, guy, this guy randomly comes up on the porch and he's like... Hey yo, yo, and he just like starts having a conversation with, and he's, and I remember he goes, yo, my name's Trey, cause I'm the third one, and, and he stops in the middle of telling some story, and he looks at one of the girls, this girl Ella, and he goes, Miss, 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 I ain't gonna rape you. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was the greatest night ever. I'm good. <laughs> I ain't gonna rape you. I ain't gonna rape you. Trey was awesome though, man. Bet man, he sounds he, cool. He was the third one out of out of the kids in his house. What do you mean the third one? He was the third kid. Okay, that's why they called him Trey. Oh, that that's what he Trace. says. All right, Trey. Cut to interior. Ocean's car. Night song. Pet. Ocean driving really fast takes out all of her frustrations on the road. Which, by the way, I I could not get her to drive fast to save my life. Maybe that's what she was trying to do. Yeah. But, you know. Um, she's not happy. <laughs> it actually says that. Yeah. Completely we, unnecessarily. Like, she's frustrated. She's driving too fast. But, you know. She's like, I don't know if they're going to get it. I don't. She's not happy. This is back when I actually thought that scripts had to be, you know, read in the same way that novels do. Like, yeah, mm, it has to, yeah. everything has to sound interesting. Uh, we cut between shots of the road, shots of ocean screaming and crying, shots of the men of the party groping her, which they never did. Tight shots of the opening sequence focusing on her body, which was what the f- opening sequence was uh-huh. doing, to an eventual wide shot of ocean standing alone in the house party, which we did shoot, and I actually kind of was proud of that. Um, because it's like you see, they're, you know, descending on her and you cut back and forth from all this tight stuff and then you go around her you know like well, one Mississippi around Trevor, her and you pat, go back we're at like 45 minutes of an hour thing and we're on page two three. Oh, we're going to three how many pages is this six seven no the first one's the cover page you gotta look at the one in the corner three sir five where are we anyway we don't need to do a behind the scenes of a movie that never got finished. Why not? We do it every week on the process or on the on Ted about the process. Where was I? Exterior Ocean's house night. She gets out of the car, slams the door, and walks angrily into her front door. A little tipsy and certainly very emotional. What is that? I don't know. Do you have the tea on still? No. Oh. It's not in the room. Okay. Anyway, sorry about that, folks. Um, music. Was there music? Was there ever music? Uh, Shangley runs into the room, slams the door, continued fade to black, which I think I have somewhere, don't I? Well, I have a fade out. <laughs> fade to black, fade up. Interior Ocean's room. Song introversion. Introversion. We're basically looking at the same shot from the opening sequence, except the shots are slower. What? Plus, we get a closer look at everything in the bathroom, from Ocean's tattoo to the lipstick in the, on the mirror to a dead cockroach under the sink. Because why wouldn't? That's metaphor, isn't it? Yeah. Dissolve to interior Ocean's bedroom night. Ocean is lying on her bed as all the unpleasant images she's seen tonight relay in her mind. Looking for a way out, she turns on the radio. Well, Bob, I just don't know what to say to our last caller. Oh, this is a radio DJ. Well, Bob, I just don't know what to say to our last caller. I mean, hell, it's a sad story gone wrong. But you know what? It's always the fault of the opposite sex, no matter who you ask, you know? Yes, yes, Chris, I believe you're right. Well, we are going to play that caller's request, and I think it's a good song. I think it's a song that, well... Kind of uplifts, and the song, as the song says, it's always dark as just before the dawn, you know? The, the truth has been blocked by the clouds in your eyes, but you'll find it tonight. Yes. Here's the song, Ocean Child on Promised Land 101. And then, of course, you've heard the song. That was terrible. What? <laughs> no two DJs would ever do that. Are you kidding me? You don't listen to Unison 102? <laughs> <laughs> 
And you're a radio guy. I know. I know. <laughs> Apparently, I was a virgin in more than one way at this point. Jesus. And the worst part about it is that little bit of dialogue actually is in the soundtrack, so I have a recording of it, and it's even worse than we just did it. <laughs> All right. Um... Song Ocean Child continued. As the song fills the room, Ocean begins to absorb its meaning. Oh, Jesus fucking Christmas, Trevor. But as drugged as she is, again, another thing I know nothing about at this point. I, you know, I don't even. I, think I, I just, I, I like, I'm, I'm picturing her just sitting there and like looking confused and then going, ah, ah, oh, as she listens to the song. <laughs> So this is, um, we're about to get into this, the dream sequence, which by and large was supposed to be animated. Um, oh, wait, let me finish reading the... Yeah, let's do that. As drugged as she is, as pissed as she is, as overall exhausted as she is, she falls asleep. Because why wouldn't she fall asleep if she's overall exhausted, you fucking young hack? Yeah, as as exhausted as she is, she, she falls, falls asleep. Somehow, she's, <laughs> normally she's, she's too tired to sleep, but she does it anyway. Um... Fade to black, fade up to Ocean's dream sequence animated. Ocean child fades away and transforms into the the child sleeps bionironauts, which is Trevor's the, band. The name of the band, yeah. That I named. Exterior sky day. We see the clouds dance to the sounds of the opening of the song. This is Ocean's point of view. When they f- when they finally spell out the words "you are unhappy," she is. Pulled oh my up. god! That's actually a sample that I found. Somewhere. What? And it was, it loops like it was on. It was. No, I mean the clouds spelling out the words, you are unhappy. Yeah, but you are unhappy was was in one of the songs as a sample. But still. I know. You have the subtlety of the fucking asteroid that killed the dinosaurs. (laughs) Uh, She's pulled up by someone. Exterior dope highs. Dope High School's football field. I guess that's the name of her school. Is this still the dream? Yeah, it's all a dream. Because, yeah. I mean, we're we're doing new scenes. Yeah, and it doesn't so, say animation afterwards. Yeah, it's it's hard to tell. It's supposed that it's still to start well because it says sequence at the top animated. It should say well. It should say uh, exterior oceans dream or exterior sky oceans dream. Exterior Dope High School Ocean's Dream, right. something like that, to say that we're still in that dream. Right. No, I, I know. I just didn't know that then. Um, Ocean is in full cheerleader garb. Exactly. And in the middle of a game which in which she and her fellow cheerleaders are doing a dance, she is center stage. Eventually, the audience becomes upset with her performance. Why? Oh, I guess it's in dreams, I guess. Somehow, she isn't satisfying. She tries to make the show more provocative, but when she improvs, <laughs> they have a fucking You know, dance like cheerleaders number. do. <laughs> uh, she tries to make the show more provocative, but when that happens, the audience becomes all men. They just change sex like fucking... Yep. Like the Jurassic Park raptors. <laughs> they just change their sex. I think the message of this movie is men are the worst, guys. Yeah, right. That's how I'm going to get pussy. Is I'm or, or maybe maybe at this point you were thinking that she's just a fucking man hating bitch. No, it, well, we yeah we, yeah the time for theorizing about this has passed. But and plus we'll have plenty of time to just talk about it more in boxes. Uh, where was I? She tries to make the show more provocative, and we did all that. Uh, then they become all men, and they, they carry, carry on. on in that typical way men do. It actually says that when a beautiful girl in a skirt is dancing in front of them, do once again. That's a fucking a double do. Hell of a sentence. This becomes too much for Ocean, and she collapses. Dude, women don't use fainting couches <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Interior warehouse, still in the sequence. When she collapses and hits the floor, she remains conscious but limp. Several drones... Drones? I didn't know what drones were back then. It's not that kind of <laughs> yeah. drone. It's like automatons. Yeah. Descend upon her and pick her up with an intention of redressing her. What? Okay. These drones all wear t-shirts that say obvious things. Like, because apparently I'm a fucking... Oh my god, this I, is the worst thing! I'm an editorial cartoonist of a fucking filmmaker. Keep, just read the line. These, these drones all wear t-shirts that say things like conformity, society, or consensus. 
<laughs> I, I think consent is what I was actually trying to... Anyway. Consensus. Yeah. People agreeing with things. <laughs> <laughs> they put her through a conveyor belt that removes her cheerleader outfit, because those are, those are available. It's a and, dream. And replaces it with a Catholic uniform. I want one of these machines. She falls off the conveyor belt, and one drone hands her a few school books, and the other pushes her through an illuminated door. Even though it says illumined. Oh, yeah. Interior dope high hallway day. Ocean, suddenly conscious, gets shoved into the hallway through the aforementioned door, which disappears as soon as it is shut. She walks to her locker when a jock walks up to her and they begin to flirt. Eventually, he starts eyeing her and licking his lips because he's LL Cool J, apparently. When Ocean becomes wise to this, wise? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is he licking his lips? I'm not so sure. She's I thought his tongue had just fallen out. <laughs> Apparently all the men in this car- in this movie are like Tex Avery characters. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Uh, she steps back and he grabs her. Surrealism, it is animation after all, ensues. And he becomes violent almost to the point of rape. He's already there. Yeah. She breaks free, runs down the hallway. He chases her, and she eventually falls into a trap door. Wide shot. Ocean falls through blackness, whilst shots, both live action and animated, surround her in a haunting fashion. In a Dorothy fashion. Yeah, or Alice. Yeah. Alice falling through the... Um... Interior warehouse, Ocean falls into a reclined chair that immediately tries to strap her in place for some other horror she will probably have to face. With some trouble, she eventually breaks free. Getting up and running, she finds her path is obstructed by more of the drones. This is the fucking... This girl has some hacky-ass dreams. (laughs) She tries to fight them, but they put up a good fight. Not good enough, however. They succeed in removing her skirt and panties, and before she breaks free and... And one is so bold to dive in her direction in an attempt to remove her white collared shirt. I don't know what that means. The drone. They, no, you you added an extra and and messed it up. Oh, okay. They succeed in removing her skirt oh, okay. and panties before she breaks free. Oh, okay. The drone only succeeds in ripping the lower half off. Of her shirt. Okay, of her shirt. So exposing her midriff, I guess. Got it, okay. Ocean, now naked from the navel down, which I could have said all that and saved myself the time, runs through another illumined... Why do I think illumined is illuminated? Wow, yeah, that's the second time in a row. That's not just a typo. Yeah. You did that on purpose. Yeah. You were dumb. (laughs) Uh, she continues to fall quite away until she finds water. (laughs) She doesn't find water. (laughs) She lands in it, you jackass. At what point was she in a desert? Yeah, right. She doesn't have a fucking... (laughs) One of those. All right, we know. Large body of water. This is the only point during Ocean's dream sequence that is live action. Becoming submerged, Ocean flails around underwater in slow motion. Well, you know, she doesn't do it in slow motion. We slow the picture down. (laughs) Trying to move her arms proves to be useless because the shirt is somewhat big and she can't move her arms very well, so she eventually removes the shirt. For a moment, she's at peace but can't stay underwater forever. (laughs) naked god damn it why did i keep that shirt on her i know she'll have trouble swimming i don't know why i didn't just have them pull off all of her clothes and then she falls into the fucking yeah you know when she does i think i wanted to like connect it to the animation in some kind of way but you know whatever it's like she's naked dude you get that's connection enough yeah when she does she finds that there above ground were all of the animated adversaries she's encountered thus far very much like alice in wonderland again continued the cheerleaders you don't need to read continued that's just for when you turn oh it does say that yeah the cheerleaders the audience members the minion there what minion there's a minion yeah and that jock are all there waiting to attack her she sees this Runs out of the pool, grabs a robe, and runs off as they chase her. Which is also live action. We filmed that. Interior surreal environment. <laughs> Back to animation. Ocean runs through obstacles and. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> through obstacles. So now we're in wacky land. She's going to take the physical challenge. <laughs> now we're in Bob Clampett's wacky land. That'd be great. I, um, I guarantee, like. Surreal environment, yeah. animated. That's yeah. what you were thinking. I well, know the, you well that, enough. No, it would have been either that or, or uh, um, the wall, like Gerald Scarf's animation. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe even a little bit of Dolly or something. Certainly, There's, yeah, Dolly. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, Ocean runs through the obstacles surreal and surreal situations in order to get away from the people chasing her, rather like Alice in Wonderland's Denouement. This ad-libbed sequence, which is exactly how what you, you want, ad-lib animation, which is exactly what you want in animation. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Just wing it, god. guys. Oh, can I go back in time and just punch <laughs> you forever? Uh, continues to increase in brevity. <laughs> That's impossible. <laughs> and intensity. <laughs> How do you increase in brevity? There's a switch. You just turn it up. Brevity, you know. Turn up the brevity switch a little bit. Or maybe uh, maybe the, the maybe the shots get shorter. Maybe that's maybe, what you mean. I don't know. I, I, God damn it. Who the fuck knows what I was thinking? Um until she reaches a corner and all of these creatures, some of them barely looking human at this point. Because they're changing. Because it's ad-libbed, I guess. They can be whatever they want. Run at her with a force faster than anything imaginable. (sighs) All right, fine. Before they can fully attack... Before they can fully attack her, she awakes. Interior Ocean's bedroom live action. With a gasp of true fear and utter relief, Ocean sits straight up in bed. Contemplative, she puts her head in her hands a while. Which is what you do. Until she realizes what she must do. Get out of this picture. (laughs) What are you doing in this picture, honey? My agent booked me. She gets out of bed. Interior Ocean's bathroom. Song, the unmasking process begins. That's a great title. Yeah. She turns on the light (laughs) and stares into the mirror. Her makeup still on. With Grace, she removes it. When the deed is done. Grace is her friend. She came over to help. Yeah. Grace is a little Asian woman. She has a laundromat, too. (laughs) With grace, she removes it. When the deed is done, she finds... When the deed... You fucking goth! Ah, man, I... I I hate then you more than I hate now you. Well, that actually... That makes me happy. (laughs) If you like this guy more than me, I'd I'd have to kill myself after killing you. When the deed is done... She finds herself. She finds herself. People keep finding things. <laughs> she finds herself smiling. Why don't you say the one line that she has in the whole movie? Everyone shines. Satisfied, she walks out of the bathroom and turns off the movie. <laughs> Satisfied, she walks out of the bathroom and turns off the light. End credit sequence. The end. Oh, my God. That really fucking hurt. Wait, no, first. What? I know what I'm supposed to be doing. Relax. Fade out. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> Let me do that again, Bron. Sorry. The end. I'm not used to being able to do the end so much. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, so this ended up not being a, a short read, except that it was one episode. Well, that actually, that might make you uh, feel a little bit more uh, confident about our abilities to entertain people for the allotted time that we normally do. Yeah, well, uh, I guess we lucked out in that it became animated. Because, <laughs> well, no, because... Why? Because you were, you know... Eating up a lot of time with your behind the scenes of the shoot, yeah, which was interesting. I was just wanting to keep this to one episode, right, yeah. But then you never animated anything, so once it hit animation, it was yeah. yeah there's really nothing to. It was a little faster. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't quite as good. A, I mean, I'm not. I don't consider myself a competent artist necessarily, but I was far more incompetent in all ways. Apparently, I really want to summarize this six-page script. All right. Girl is sad, looking at herself in her graffitied mirror. That she graffitied. Yes. Girl goes to party. For three minutes. Leaves very quickly because guys are dancing at her. Uncharacteristically dancing at her. Yes. They're leaving their 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 girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, just to go stand around her. Um, So she's she's got like some issue with men, like. Maybe she got raped right before the movie started by like twelve guys. See, she does. That's why in the in boxes she gets raped. Because I realized, well, we gotta have something. So she's she's, but 
we get none of that here. Like, that does not read at all. <laughs> She's just upset, so she goes to a party where she gets freaked out by guys. She goes home. She has a dream that's the same thing she just experienced. It's uh, guys, like, trying... surreal. Yeah. It's surreal cartoon guys trying to rape her. And then she wakes up, and she's like, everyone shines. I'm happy now. Yeah, because I... I was almost killed in my dream, but I yeah, woke up. So like, that I, I just had a dream that reminded me of exactly what I'm what I'm anxious about. Uh, so now everything's great. I've had I've had a a character arc. Yeah, <laughs> a character arc. Yeah. Well, what was your thought process there? That she just wakes up happy. I don't get to ask these hack writers things right. very often, but. Now that I have the opportunity, I'm going to. What were you thinking? I was. Here's what I was thinking. I was thinking that I wanted to do something where. Okay. I just want to know why she's happy at the end. I'll give you because it, the movie was over. <laughs> she had to be happy now. Um, here, here's what I'm. Here's what I. When I saw in the theater, when I finally went to go see um, Sucker Punch. I was like, this is exactly what, if I had taken boxes and drumsticks all the way and like gotten lucky or something and gotten a big budget, this is the kind of shit that it would be. Shit. It would be shit, but it would, the, the, the process, the thought process behind it would be, you know, I want, I want to put tits and vagina on screen, but the only way you can do that now is... To, to not look like a creep is to say that they're empowered and all this other stuff but the person that's the least empowered female protagonist I've ever seen in anything it, what this or, or Sucker Punch this because here's the thing Sucker Punch ups the ante there's multiple lousy female protagonists <laughs> but that's the thing it's this thing of, of wanting to do it's, it's not a genuine this isn't a story that was you know burning at me and I just had to tell because of the experience I had it's literally like It'd be like if I, 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 I could, I, okay, I could just as soon write a script about slavery. You know, it's like you have this feeling of, oh, slavery was fucked up, and I hate, I hate my my white ancestors, but you know nothing about what happened. Yeah, and at this point, like, and you don't know what it feels like to be. At this point, you had a theory about Hanks. 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 Oh, were, guys named were, Hank. Were douchebag guys. Yeah. You you name not not guys named Hank. But, but I called you, them Hanks. You thought that like douchebags were just Hanks, right? Uh, and we even wrote a character right. named That's why we Hank, him Hank in in Urban Folktale. So in this movie, everybody's Hank, right? Just every guy is right. Hank. And it also is like you know, I mean. Oh wait, wait! I gotta tell you one other thing. Uh, Kelly, who's going to be playing Ocean in Boxes and Drumsticks, I told her a little bit about. Uh, Boxes and drumsticks. I said it's a female protagonist named Ocean, and, and she's like, "It sounds like it was written for me." But if you make that fucking uh, uh, sucker punch reference, then she'll really feel like it was written for her because she loves that movie. Oh wow! Poor yeah, thing. yeah. We we disagree on that, but she she has her reasons for loving it. She explained it and. I can see how she could like it for those reasons. I just disagree with her. Well, yeah, it's that's what it's supposed to be. It's it's this weird. It's this thing of female empowerment, but more than anything, it's like you know, it's a, I've heard some. I've I heard Paul Mooney or somebody say once that you know white people don't white people don't want to be called racist. They don't want to. It's not that they don't. They're not worried about being called racist. They're worried about being discovered as racist. And I think that this kind of thing is like the same thing. I don't want to. It's not that I don't. I don't mind being called a misogynist. I don't want to be discovered as a misogynist. So I'm gonna build up this fucking. Uh, here's my. I'm not a misogynist. Look, I made a fucking female empowerment movie, and you know, and guys are shit, right? Right, right, ladies, aren't guys shit? You know, that's that. That's what's behind it. Yeah, this was your way of like. Making a movie that you could show to girls and go, yeah, I feel your pain, girls. Yeah, I'm the sensitive guy with the lighter. The uh, there's a there's a see scene, how I pout. <laughs> there's a scene, there's a movie on that they did on Mystery Science Theater, which was itself pretty much a Charlie's Angels parody, a rip off. Um, not a rip off, yeah, not a parody. 
Um, and uh, it, 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 the whole, the gr- it's a group of girls, you know, doing like Charlie's Angels and stuff. And and uh, the the head of them is a is a school teacher, and she's trying to like get, recruit girls. And at one point, she goes, "Women can make a difference." And then right when she said that, Servo goes, "The director put that line in there so he can get laid." <laughs> and when I heard that, I was like, "Yep, I know." I know that fucking feeling. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a and I'm not the I'm certainly not the only person that's ever had that uh, that experience. But, Trevor, uh, I just gotta say, I can't wait until we can take that six pages that yeah. just took an hour and extrapolate it into a 160 page script. I can't. Is that how many pages it is? It's 159 pages. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm excited. It's. <laughs> Once we read that script, that's going to be episodes for a year. I don't know. If it takes that long. Yeah, right. It's like eight. Like eight. An hour per six pages. So, yeah. So, let's uh, let's wrap it up, B. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Um, if you liked this or didn't, subscribe. Just subscribe. Fucking do it. Yeah. yeah what's the I don't pu- care about your feelings. Just subscribe. Yeah. Damn it. Feelings be damned. And uh, check out our other podcast, too. Uh one, one thing before we head out, um, I'm guessing that Mark was right to take his yeah. song's name off the thing. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I nothing, don't feel nothing like, happened. I don't feel like this did any service to his work. No, but it also didn't ruin it either. Like, it was so non-nothing. I mean, it, even if it had gotten made, it wouldn't have done anything bad to his work. Well, you know, it's just, if, if that became known... If, if your thing like hit the internet and became viral and then people saw his song and were like, yeah. I'm not going to play that. I don't want to listen to anything that has to do with that movie. Which is understandable. Yeah. So, uh, and also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and all that other crap. Yeah. Uh, Google Ferris Wheelhouse. You'll find us. Yep. That is where you'll find us. All right, guys. Say goodbye, Sean. Goodbye. This podcast was created by Sean McBee and produced by Ferris Wheelhouse. (laughs) Fuck. Cut to black. This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com.